My name is Amy Abraham, and I am the host of the Bliss Podcast. Each episode will feature ways to find wellness and happiness in your life. We will explore different trends and approaches that support a positive well-being of the whole person, mind, body, and soul. With each interesting topic, I will be interviewing experts within that field as well as adding my own personal experiences. If you're looking for more happiness in your life, Bliss is the podcast for you. Hello, listeners. Today we are going to talk about something we all probably have done before for the purpose of relaxation, massage. Carrie Reed, owner of Milford Body Therapy, shares how massage therapy supports our mind, spirit, and body in ways we may have never known before. Enjoy. Welcome to the Bliss Podcast, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time to meet with me today. Can you share with us your journey that led you to massage therapy? So I had Lyme disease in 1999 that had affected me in such a way, emotionally and physically. Um, I was depressed, hallucinating, having muscle spasms, not knowing what the problem was. I continued with my workouts, my work, uh, trying to visit my boyfriend, um, and I continued to get worse and worse. And one day, a large bullseye rash appeared on the back of my thigh, and it was only there for one day. And because I was at a beach, my boyfriend noticed this rash. My doctor Um, didn't even understand what Lyme disease was at the time and referred me to a neurologist. Um, The disease was so bad it had crossed the blood-brain barrier, which means that it was creating neurological damage. And everybody's Lyme disease is very different, Mm -hmm. but this was my um, case. So I had four months of intensive treatments, which made me more sick, but ultimately killing off the spirochetes. And after the doctors cleared me and said, I'm all done, I still was loaded with toxins, pain, depression. Um, It just... I was still very sick and unable to do the activities that I was accustomed to doing. I was a martial artist and, you know, just a very active person. So I started physical therapy, and the physical therapist was supposed to be treating my neck, and only my neck, but I complained about jaw pain, in my clavicle I had pain, low back, knee pain, on and on and on. She couldn't really do much for me because the neurologist had just prescribed 12 sessions for my neck. Oh, okay. So she suggested massage therapy. And I was like, oh, God, (laughs) no. What? Really? Yeah. And she said, we have a therapist here in the office. She's, you know, very good. She has 30-minute sessions. And I said, you have one of those here? Mm -hmm. 
and she goes, Carrie, this is an amazing type of therapy. You definitely should try it. She can work on all the things that you've been complaining about. Yeah. As a physical therapist, she's bound to what the protocol was for my neck. Right. So I did give massage therapy a try, but with someone I knew, I felt very uncomfortable going to someone strange mm. into this thing I didn't know. Yeah. And I knew of a friend of mine at the gym that was schooling for massage. Okay. Asking all her friends if she can practice. Oh, okay. And so I went to my friend and... She gave me an hour and 15 minute massage tending to every stitch of issue that I had, making me feel so at ease in my body, which I hadn't for almost a year. Mm. Um, and then I realized this is fitness, this is medical, it's nutrition, this is everything I am. That you it's need. emotional, yeah. it's spiritual. Yeah, it's everything that my body needed and everything that I was meant to teach. And the next thing I knew, a month from that first massage, I was in school. Wow. And in school, I realized, you know, this has been part of my life all along. Mm. Um, other fields that I've worked in kind of geared me up to be where I am today. So it was through my own sickness yeah. that I found this. How are you feeling now? Excellent. Oh, great. Yeah, the Lyme um, takes 10 years. In my case, everybody's different. It takes 10 years to get out of your system. Um Wow. Without adding too much, I got Lyme yeah. four times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, um, and each time was different, and each time was much easier than that first. That first was the worst. Wow. Uh, but it actually gives me empathy for people with other disorders that, you know, mimic mm -hmm. Lyme, and um, I can relate to that ultimate sense of being depressed and broken you know right. I can relate to people who feel helpless in their own vessel wow. so it's it was a real gift wow thank goodness for your friend that was practicing yeah yeah <laughs> were you afraid to do the massage therapy because you didn't want to be in more pain yeah, so I was just uneducated mm -hmm. on what massage therapy was. Um, I had friends of mine who received massage, one in particular, my best friend, and she would go to a therapist that was a very deep, intense worker. Yeah. And she would describe it as, oh, I hear my bones cracking. And, <laughs> and it just sounded... Um, Barbaric. Yeah, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. And then there's other stories of a spa type center where you're going to get pampered and um, you sit around for four hours <laughs> and then they lather you up with a lot of stuff. And that, 
you know, never appealed to me either. The therapeutic and clinical aspect of it caught my attention and has never left me. I just had no idea um, what was available Mm -hmm. for our bodies. And walking through um, your business here at Milford Body Therapy, I can tell that you know, it is a massage therapist office, and I feel very calm here. But you have a gym mm-hmm. in the back yes. over there. What yes. do you use that for? We do personal training, mm-hmm. uh, one-on-one. Um, I can confidently call myself a movement therapist at this point. Uh, the I am certified personal trainer, and I've been that for 15 years. Massage therapy, almost 20. Mm-hmm. And they work so beautifully together. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are always asking on the table, what can I do to help this situation? And it's like, well, do you want to receive your body work or do you want me to show you something? Mm-hmm. So this is a way I can combine the two fields. Um so the gym is used for one-on-one personal training. Okay. I have another massage therapist here that does small groups. And um, we also educate all the time. After a session, we bring people in and give them one or two, you know, homework ideas. Oh, great. So uh, the gym is used all the time. And it's used for our own fitness because <laughs> that's great. <laughs> we try to stay... Talk the talk. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So going back to massage therapy, I know that you mentioned before sometimes have some people have this idea of, oh, being pampered and, um, you know, the lotions and this, you know, the scents and the oils and everything. But if you could just explain to us a little bit more to the benefits of massage therapy, the way you're saying that it's more clinical. Mm. Um, Well, the pampering is part of it. Yeah, it is. TLC, tender touch. Um, just the power of touch alone. I think if you look up touch in the dictionary, it's got like 150 definitions. (laughs) And without touch, we are dead. I, I, I'm only shaking. I'm like nodding my head. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm nodding my head because I'm working on um, something right now about touch. Mm -hmm. And I really just want to say, if you're not being touched, you're going to die. Right. (laughs) But I know there's more to that. Right. But yeah, I mean, being touched with babies and, um, you know, when they're younger, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can speak to it more. But yeah. Well, you know, uh, therapeutic pets are a big thing right now for many people to heal. And that alone is you know, two heartbeats together. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the therapeutic side of touch is massive. Being cared for, being able to lay down your sword and let someone else tend to your needs for an hour wow. uh, is huge. Everyone that comes in here is overloaded. Their days are so packed. And I thank them and honor them for taking the time and trusting me mm-hmm. to be the one to, you know, unravel, even if it's two or three threads of that knotted ball, mm-hmm. um, the fact that they're taking the time to heal right, uh, or begin the patterning of healing. 
Right. Taking one step forward. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that they're here starts the healing process. Beyond the gift of touch, you have all the fluids in the body that are mostly stagnant, not moving, or jammed. Okay. I... I use a lot of terms that relate to food, <laughs> like okay. this is gristle, or this is jam, okay. or, you know, I, I'm constantly, because then people can relate. Something I say a lot is an adhesion in the muscle tissue is like gum stuck under a school desk, Okay. and I'm trying to pick it off by, you know, these movements that we're making over the tissue. Okay. And it affects your body at these deeper layers. The fluids in the body get jammed or stuck in these gummy areas. And with many types of massage, many modalities, we are basically warming and creating a fluid flow and creating space. Okay. So if you think of a hunched over body all day long, there is um, excessive space in the backside of the body where they're slouching, Mm -hmm. their head's hanging, their back is rounded, their legs are flexed and short. And we all know what texting does to our necks and our fingers. And, you know, we're just in this cramped little fetal position. (laughs) So the back body is overstretched and then our gut, our belly, our hips, our throat are all shortened and in a squished position. Mm -hmm. So neither case is healthy. There is no fluid moving in the overstretched backside. Okay. Is it because it's like thinned out? It's thinned out, overstretched. It's got nowhere else to go. It's crying like if your ponytail was way too tight. Okay. It's really pulling on those hairs. Yeah. And it hurts. Yeah. And there is not much fluid, blood, lymph, hydration. There's not much fluid moving in the squished gut or the, the crunched up hungover neck. Yeah. Because it's just squished. (laughs) There's no space. (laughs) Yeah. So in both situations, you get tight tissue. The front body is tight and short. The back body is tight and elongated. Right. So that imbalance is what I'm working with. Okay. Creating space and movement of fluid. Okay. So if you are hunched over you're basically preventing your body from working in its optimal level. Absolutely. The nerves aren't being fired properly, things like that. Yes, there's a lack of communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the nervous system is key. I'm glad you mentioned that because I am working with people's nervous system. Yeah. As we go right back to the beginning, the power of touch. Mm. Touch is very calming to the nervous system. And it is ultimately the nervous system that rules the show. Mm -hmm. How well your bowels move, how well you digest your food, how well you 
deal with your problems in your household. Right. It's the nervous system. And to take the time and tell the nervous system this is a safe place Mm -hmm. is extremely powerful. So, um, yes, the hunched over body, the clenched fist, the clenched teeth, that is sending constant stress signals to the body that says we're in danger. Mm. So in a massage, you know, safe zone, we can work that jaw, open up those fingers, open up the feet, any areas that are holding tight all day long. Mm -hmm. Let them them relax, let the fluids flush through there. And then, of course, there's the... That's just in a typical healthy situation. Okay. <laughs> because then we look at bodies that have old injuries, okay. old surgeries, trauma, PTSD, mm-hmm. all the old trapped stuff. Right. Inflammation, poor diets, all these things create inflammation. And that also is one of those fluids. Right. That is getting moved. What are some symptoms one may have that massage therapy could relieve? Everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In conjunction with um, movement, because I'm always encouraging people to move. Um, Yes. Number one is inflammation, irritation of the joints, irritation of the uh, muscle tissue, Um, so the symptoms that massage therapy relieves is a very long list. Yeah. Uh, high blood pressure, we can lower that. Um, again, poor digestion, we Mm -hmm. can improve that. And these also take place if the client is willing to participate and come frequently Mm -hmm. if needed, um, because it's not a one and done. Right. Yeah. So the sessions, you have to be consistent with them. Correct. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, many times that, um, people have come in for a, a pain in their shoulder. They slept on their neck wrong and we can, you know, effectively get that corrected in one session. Mm-hmm. That does happen all the time. Yeah. Um, but as far as the list of what massage therapy can help, it is, you know, you, it runs the gamut from anything medical to psychological mm-hmm. um, and even spiritual. You know, I work with people with anxiety. I work with people who have been um, abused and they're getting out of bad relationships Mm -hmm. when someone has a trauma or emotional hang-up it affects them physically Mm -hmm. so it can be something like a emergency c-section that was a very scary scenario for them Mm -hmm. and they now suffer with low back pain and they can't quite figure out what that is and it's through learning the client and talking about all these different aspects of their story that 
we can figure out the individual's best way of improving. That's great. Yeah, that's really nice that you guys are able to take the time to meet with your clients and, mm-hmm. and hear what they really need instead of just, you know, running through, running your hands across their body and being right. like, okay, see you later. It seems right. like it's more intense and more um, differentiated to the person's needs. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the best way probably to see results, right? They get, yes, because yeah. if they're emotionally invested, then the work is that much more effective. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Can you explain to us about fascia? Some, I've, I've heard of it. Um, <laughs> so I went to a yoga tra- teacher training a couple years ago, and we had a rolfing expert come in. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it was he just did a quick demonstration on one of the students, and it just came through to in and out of my brain. It was like a whirlwind. I couldn't believe what was really happening. And I just I still want to learn more about it, mm. and I was wondering if you could speak about it. So fascia is a continuous web of connective tissue. There is no end to it. If you look at a grapefruit, mm-hmm. that's my vegan explanation. Yeah. <laughs> People don't want me to use meat. Oh, you as can an use example. Meat. I, use the meat because I think that might. I think I know what you're going to say. So use the meat. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> So when you have um, a steak and you're looking across that steak, across view, you see all this marbled, you know, the white lines and things that are running through that. That's deep fascia. Okay. Deep fascia, however, is not separate from the muscle tissue itself. And deep fascia separates the muscle bundles and it separates the muscle groups but nothing is disconnected okay all these fibers become the next one in line the fascia becomes the muscle the muscle becomes the tendon the tendon becomes the bone there is no separation the bone is surrounded by that layer of fascia, which is called the um, oh, osteum. Okay. Not that that matters. You could take that. <laughs> but, um, you know, each layer becomes another type of tissue, and there is zero separation. The only thing that makes a bicep a bicep muscle is a scalpel that cuts the bicep off the body, if that makes sense. Okay, so we differentiate the... the We differentiate the tissues because we need to identify the location of it Okay. or what it might do in the body, Hmm. like the bicep bends the elbow and the bicep raises the shoulder, but the bicep becomes the forearm, becomes the fingers... The okay. bicep goes the other way, becomes the deltoid in the chest. Yeah. There is no separation. And so, uh, what was the original question? Yeah. So I just know um, massage with massage therapy. Oh, fascia. Fascia, yeah. Is there a certain way that you massage the fascia? Yes. Yeah, so okay. there, is, there's no, uh, there is no massage that doesn't affect the fascia. Okay. 
because it is such an ongoing web, even if you're doing very light work, you are affecting the cellular level of those deeper layers. Okay. Another way, instead of meat, you can think of fascia as an onion. Okay. And the thin paper-like, yeah, linings. Yeah. And think of that as your fascia that goes around each individual muscle. But again, nothing is separate. Mm. The only thing that separates that onion is your knife. Right. Because before you cut into it, the skin was even attached. When you separate the skin from an onion, there's that paper-thin cellophane layer and it's all fiber connected right it's really i call it the meat suit rather than individual muscles okay (laughs) and how do when you when you look at it through that lens does Mm -hmm. that affect the way that you massage um you know the approach of massage therapy absolutely because you're seeing it as continuous absolutely and having that flow of liquids Mm -hmm. fluids flowing correct if if somebody is complaining of issues in their knee Mm. why am i working the opposite shoulder and it's the pull of the fascia from the knee diagonally across the belly up to the opposite shoulder wow it could be you know there's the relationships there yeah definitely um a good way to describe it is if you put up a tent there's the stakes that go in the ground Mm. and if you put stakes on one side and then on the other side of the body, uh, the tent, <laughs> you put the stakes in deeper, deeper, deeper. The other side might pop off, right. pop out. Right, the tension is being pulled. Right, yeah. and they're not anywhere near each other, but they're related. That's a good idea. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a good visual. I think that helps a lot. And yeah, it's just it's hel- it's helpful to understand. I think a lot of times people forget that our body is so well connected, mm. and um, I think that's a great example. Thank you for yes. talking about that. Um, that was just I something I, I yeah no it helps a lot. Um, so I know you you might have shared some success stories already with some of your clients with um, the emergency C section or coming from an abuse relationship, but is there any one? particular client that kind of sticks out in your brain that you were able to help I'm sure all of them yeah Yeah. it's um it's really overwhelming myself included um again the body has to be ready to receive Mm -hmm. and I do have people tell me time and time again wow Carrie without you I would not be doing you know, this race, mm. or I, I wouldn't be able to get through my work day without your help. Um, but the, yeah, the success stories are out there. Again, I feel like I give the responsibility back to the client, and the more serious they take their bodies, Mm -hmm. the more successful 
the session Uh, will be. Yeah. And I was going to ask you about that too. Do you have any uh, tips that you could share for our listeners at home? Some things they could do without seeing you? Of course, they're going to come see you, but... um. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of free things we can do. Um, Water, hydration. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are very dehydrated in this society. Eating as clean as you can. Mm-hmm. The movement aspect is crucial. And I don't mean exercise. I mean movement, wiggling, mm-hmm. shoulder circles. Um, then there's all kinds of things we can do for ourselves emotionally or spiritually taking out time just to sit and breathe and a full breath. Mm-hmm. We are a very shallow breathing community. So I'll ask for myself. I have a knot near my left shoulder blade and it comes and goes every once in a while. Maybe I just don't notice it as much. But what would you recommend for something like that? Um, I've used a tennis ball before, mm-hmm. but any other ideas? Yes. Okay, tell me. <laughs> So when you should have, I work on my right toe? Uh, you're help? getting the yeah. idea. Uh, when someone has a knot and they take that angry lump in their tissue and they irritate it further with a tennis ball or their friend's fist um, <laughs> or massage tools that are available to us. Uh, that knot is going to say, uh, yeah, I don't think you understand me. I'm going to get bigger. Okay. So I first tell people, let's start looking at the opposite side, which is the hunching, usually. Mm. The knot in the left scapula is trying to grip onto anything it can And we need to start stretching the front body. So by opening your chest, opening the front body, Mm -hmm. spreading your arms wide, um, that's number one, very gentle. And it's not telling your nervous system to create a bigger knot. Okay. Number two is back exercises to strengthen and improve that posture realign where the scapula are okay so um, the scapula want to be back and down and typically because they are rolling forward from Mm -hmm. a forward posture those muscle tissues as i mentioned are being overstretched and they're hanging on for dear life so by strengthening back there Mm -hmm. um that's, that's number one. So stretch the front body, strengthen the back body, and sense. don't irritate it further with objects. <laughs> um, but uh, massage is great, as well as cupping. That's a whole nother podcast. Okay. Well, you just invited <laughs> yourself back. I'll be here. Um, cupping is fantastic, as is kinesio tape. Those are great tools for at home that do the opposite of the noodling and uh, big brother noogie that you want to give it. Um, 
as well as ice and heat therapy. Okay. So all very within your um, wheelhouse of, of healing. Okay, great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll do that tonight. <laughs> In one or two sentences, how does massage therapy support a blissful life? As I mentioned before, giving yourself the time out to relax, breathe, let someone else take the reins. Mm. It's respecting your life, respecting your body, respecting that you deserve to receive. So you automatically come in feeling more blissful because you know that you're about to relax mm -hmm. and unload whatever pressures are going on. Right. That's how I felt when I walked in. Mm. It was almost a tease. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here for a massage. <laughs> but I did feel relaxed as yes. soon as I walked in. Yes. Know? Thank you. In my first episode, I answered seven questions about myself. Before we started recording, I showed Carrie these seven questions, and she chose to answer, what are your hobbies or your pastimes? Um, well, a extreme love of mine is hiking. And... For many, many reasons, it accomplishes the physical challenges. I do not pick trails that are flat, flat. Um, we like to really challenge um, our physical self with the uphill, a lot of scrambles and things like that. Obviously, being in nature mm. is extremely healing and powerful. It's a reboot for my system. Um, and then the other aspect, the physical challenge of places that I've been choosing most recently are scary as hell, <laughs> and I make it. <laughs> and, um, you know, my son a few years back got me a ticket to the Spartan, which is a, you know, 8.1 mile obstacle course, and... Uh. He's 21 younger, 21 years younger than me, and I thought this is the dumbest thing ever. Why would I need to do this? But by golly, if he thought I could do it, you know, because he knows that I like to push myself. Mm -hmm. um, and when I'm hiking on these difficult trails, I think to myself of those obstacles and those things that I accomplished that with my son at my side, you mm. know, um, made it just so much more rewarding, but I felt the support. And so my boyfriend right now, um, is an amazing hiking partner. We're similar levels. I think he's a little more of a daredevil than <laughs> I, and he'll say, Oh, we got to go do this one and come on, here we go. And it, he doesn't say it like that. <laughs> Probably he's a little bit different. More masculine than that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he's extremely encouraging. And um, as scared as I might be, I'm charged. Yeah. And when you accomplish, get to the peak or you get to that time max that you had planned, um, it's so rewarding and that my physical body at 50 years old can do some of the things I'm doing. I'm ecstatic. 
And, uh, you know, I also have a grandson is two and I'm definitely going to get him hiking. My, my son already loves hiking as well, but, um, it's just, it's the best way to see the planet without even going that far. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It must be even more rewarding thinking about, um, you know, 20 years ago when you weren't feeling physically well. Yes. Slimes and now look at you. Right. You can do. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have like any other person, I've had moments where I'm completely challenged and broken. Um, but there's a lot of strength and courage that comes out when you're feeling down like that. Right. So, um, yeah, I've been very scared on some of these trails. (laughs) Not so much the up either. It's coming down. Um, that is, you know, you've got to be extremely cautious. Uh, and it's, it's so fantastic feeling the roots and rock under your feet. Yeah. So that's where I feel a lot of bliss also. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie, for your time today. This is wonderful information to share with my listeners. If they would like to get in contact with you, to come meet with you, uh, where can they find you or how can they um, reach you? They can definitely call the office. It's 203-874-3096. They can certainly reach us on our website, milfordbodytherapy.com. And we have our email is info at milfordbodytherapy.com. But calling is probably the quickest uh, method. And I'm also in Milford all the time, and you might find me just anywhere in Milford because I'm just always popping around. <laughs> always popping around. Yeah, Milford's great. Yes. If you have any questions or would like to connect with me, visit my website at amyabraham.com. You can email me at amyabrahambliss at gmail.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at amy2 underscores Abraham. And while you are there, use the hashtag AmyAbrahamBliss when you are posting about things you learned from bliss. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you.